thanks for joining us here at All Nations. We are a church in love with Jesus with a passion for you. Our mission is to bring those who are lost into a life fully devoted to Jesus. If you want to learn more about us as a church and what we do, you can visit us online at allnationswestend.com. Join us today as we hear from our senior pastor, Ross Coco. Actually, I do have one announcement before I get started. Um, on that week and the Sunday before the 15th, the 8th, we're going to have a special guest um, speaker here in the church, a Dr. Taz um, from Creation Ministries, and um, he'll be sharing on how the Bible is relevant to today. Even though they teach all other types of things in schools and evolution and the Big Bang, but how creation is relevant and how God created the world. Amen? Hallelujah. Well, praise God. We're going to have a, a good night tonight. Now, tonight's message is seemingly paradoxical because it will be delivered with great sadness, but yet with tremendous joy. This message has been inspired by a hero of the faith whom yesterday departed from this life to enter into his eternal life. That person is Pastor Ron Favaloro. A person who had tremendous influence in my life and in many others. So in part, tonight's message is to honour the man of God. Amen. Um, and the title of the message is Running to Win. Running to Win. I like to pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for the privilege of your calling upon my life. And Jesus, I pray that I always represent you on this earth, that I would truly be empty of myself and be willing to be filled by you. Holy Spirit, that you would have your way in me tonight, that not my words would be spoken, but words straight from the throne room of God that would impact and touch people's hearts. I just thank you, Heavenly Father. I thank you for your precious Son, Jesus. I thank you that you gave me life. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you've anointed me and empowered me to preach the gospel. And I just praise you and lift up your holy name tonight, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name, amen. Hallelujah. Let me read a passage of scripture from 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. And not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Hallelujah. Church, ironically, these are some of the last words ever written or penned by the Apostle Paul 
when he wrote this epistle addressed to Timothy before he stepped into his eternity. These are some of the last words that I spoke to Pastor Ron, holding his hand, expressing my love for him, and almost like a reversal of roles, Timothy speaking to Paul and encouraging Paul. I said to him, I love you, Pastor Ron. You have now finished your race, and awaiting for you is your crown that God has prepared for you. And as I said these words, amazingly, he opened his eyes and he gazed deeply into mine, acknowledging the words that I had spoken. And his look gave me the sense of a preparedness and a satisfaction that he was ready to step into eternity and to receive his crown. Within a very short time of me then leaving Pastor Ron's house, surrounded by numerous people, no one even noticing that he then la- he breathed his last breath. And he was then welcomed into the arms of Jesus. See, it reminded me of the tremendous grace of God. You know why? Because Pastor Ron's desire was to leave his physical body in his own home in Victoria Point amongst his own loved ones. He always desired that in his heart. And God granted that. And congruently, Victoria Point means the point of victory. That was how Pastor Ron departed, holding on to his faith, leaving this world at the point of victory. Hallelujah. But amazingly, he had been given and granted another two and a half years, an extension to his life. Because I remember two and a half years ago, clearly, I was in a hospital room and um, a friend, there was um, uh, a man who came to this church. He was there with me in the hospital room and Pastor Ron was as yellow as... um, that shirt right there, he was so yellow, like, a, like the outside of a banana. And he had been given a week or so to live. And then we took communion together. It was with Richard. And we took communion together. And I knew something had happened in that hospital room. And faith rose up into Pastor Ron and the Holy Spirit spoke to him and told him to get himself out of that hospital. And then what happened was he ceased all medication. He went to his house and they wanted to start palliative care, but he said, I don't need anything. And he was incredibly healed. Hallelujah. And he was here testifying on this pulpit. He was here testifying to this church of the grace and the miraculous power of God. Hallelujah. 
See, God gave him an extension to his life. Now, Pastor Ron, even though he looked like a young man, he was almost 84 years of age. He had a tremendous life and a tremendous calling. And he influenced and impacted many people. Many people were impacted by his testimony. In fact, Channel 2 um, did a documentary on Pastor Ron's life and it was played on the Australian story. Many people have been impacted by what God did in Pastor Ron's life. You know, it was so amazing. We were there in the house and the doctor that had treated Pastor Ron some two and a half years before that was there in the house. And Pastor Ron had been given the name Lazarus. He was nicknamed Lazarus because no one could understand, no doctor, no surgeon, no specialist, no nurse could understand how he was still alive. And I remember he was there and sheepish, sheepishly, he, um, he didn't want to say that Pastor Ron was going to pass away. In fact, he thought Lazarus could come up and get up again. But it wasn't to be because it was an ordained time. God has an ordained time for every person. He ran his race. He fulfilled the calling that was on his life. So I just want to encourage you tonight, church, every single one of you have a calling on your life. See, as Pastor Ron ran his race, every man and every woman in this place has a race to run. But we need to run our race with endurance, keeping our eyes fixed upon Jesus, who is the author, the perfecter, or the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. I want to read a scripture um, verse or three verses from uh, Hebrews chapter 12. Let's read these verses. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. See, church, the imagery here, if we look at verse 1, the imagery here is that there is a numerous amount of saints that have already run their race. They've already stepped into their eternity. And they're looking down on us and cheering us on that we would finish the race like they finished their race. You could picture a stadium and here we have all the saints that have gone into eternity that are in the stands and they're in the middle of the stadium. 
is the world and the race is set before every Christian that is still on this earth. Hallelujah. And as we are there, some may run a marathon, some may run 10,000 meter, some may run a 5,000 meter, and some may only have to run a 100 meter sprint, no matter what the length of your race is. Never quit, never give up, never uh, lose faith or never lose trust in God. God will empower you to run your race. Hallelujah. We're not given all the same amount of time. We're not given all the same things to perform. God has a calling that is unique and special to every individual in this room. Hallelujah. Pastor Ron's race is not your race. You have to be faithful to what God has called you to do. Amen. See... We always must keep our eyes fixed upon the, the eternal and imperishable prize, the crown that is given to those that finish the race. The requirements of this race are simple. You don't need to run it alone. You run it in unity with God, with Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Spirit. And you don't stop and you don't look back and you don't take a different road. You just need to stay on the, on the narrow path which leads to life. Just stay on the narrow path that leads to life. You need to stay in the lane that God has prepared for you. You cannot run the race with items that are going to slow you down or even stop you from finishing as it is there in Hebrews about laying aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. See, church, what are these weights? Number one weight is our flesh. Number one weight is our flesh. And that flesh can lead us to unforgiveness, to bitterness, to rejection, to anger, to malice, to lies. And then there are the sins of the flesh, like sexual sin, sins of addiction to alcohol, to drugs, and to pornography, sins of compromise, living a lukewarm life. See, these are the things that are going to impede our race. These are the things that are going to slow us down. These are the things that are going to stop us from receiving the crown and the prize that God has for us. We need to lay them aside. We need to let them go. Church, we haven't signed up to run this race to fail. We need to stay connected to the source. We need to abide in Christ Jesus. We need to be empowered to run this race. Instead of carb loading like an athlete might before his race, we need to be Holy Spirit loaded and endured by Holy Spirit power. Hallelujah. Anointed and prepared for battle, equipped for the race. Baptized with Holy Ghost power. Church, just remember 
remind yourselves, Jesus did it all when he went to the cross. He went so that you could be triumphant. Hallelujah. He paid the price. We've just got to run the race and trust in him and follow his lead. Hallelujah. If you are failing in your race, then you are living in disobedience and you are not walking, you're wandering off the track that has been set for you. Get back on the right path and you will be empowered to endure to the finish line. Get back on the right path, repent, get back into right relationship, hallelujah. Your race is not over yet, so make it count for the kingdom. Lift up Jesus by living for him. Strive to obtain the imperishable crown that he has waiting for you on that wonderful day when you step into eternity. One Corinthians chapter nine verses twenty four to twenty seven says this Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty. Thus I fight not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into submit to subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. Very interesting words, church. I came across another translation that I'd never heard of, but I just want to read this to you because I found it very interesting. It's called... Uh, the TPT, which is the Passion, the Passion Translation. It says this, Isn't it obvious that all runners on the racetrack keep on running to win, but only one receives the victor's prize? Yet each one of you must run the race to be victorious. A true athlete will be disciplined in every respect, practicing constant self-control in order to win a, a laurel wreath that quickly withers. But we, the church, we run our race to win a victor's crown that will last forever. Hallelujah, church. For that reason, I don't run just for exercise. I don't box like one throwing aimless punches. But I train like a champion athlete. I subdue my body and get it under my control so that after preaching the good news to others, I myself won't be disqualified. See, church, there are key points here in these verses. Number one is that we need to run like your life depends on it. And you know what? It certainly does. Your eternal life depends on how you run the race. Number two, 
is to keep your eyes on the prize, an imperishable crown. And that, that real prize is spending your eternity with Jesus. Number three is to keep your faith. Keep focused on the reason why you were enlisted and are running in the first place. Never forget what Jesus did for you on the day that you gave your life to him. Number four, be disciplined. Do not let your flesh control your life. It will take you off track. But rather, control your flesh. Get it under control and walk in the Spirit. And number five is if you do these things, and when you, when you do these things, and when you share your faith with others so that they may be enlisted in the race, then you will not be disqualified from the race that you're in. Amen. Church, I'd like to encourage you tonight. We are all in a race. If you gave your life to Jesus, you have begun your race. And I can tell you that that race is destined for victory and eternity with Christ. But there will be many distractions that will try and prevent you from finishing. There are many things that will try and become obstacles in your life. And I can encourage you tonight that Jesus has an answer for all of them. Amen? If we trust him, see, no matter what you're going through in your life, no matter what is happening around you, no matter what is going on, Jesus knows all about it. God knows every trial, every tribulation that you're going through. He knows it from the beginning to the end, hallelujah. But he has a plan for you. And the plan is that you need to trust him. You need to surrender to him. You need to allow him to direct your path. And you will live a victorious life on this earth. Just like Pastor Ron, as he was called out of a, a life of darkness, he has um, an incredible testimony of a life of darkness that God called him out of. And the man, um, as I said, was almost 84 years of age, and he got saved in the same year I got saved. He got saved... Uh, earlier in 1998, I got saved at the end of 98. But we got saved in the same year. And God did miraculous and powerful things in that time with Pastor Ron. And as I said, there's so many people's lives that he impacted. I spent a lot of time with the man. And I know his heart, his passion to see the lost saved. To, you know, he did so many things to help the underprivileged and he showed tremendous love to those that were unloved. Hallelujah. And only God can take a man like Pastor Ron and take him from where he was and place him in the position that he was and even to the point of him leaving this earth. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you. God has the same and awesome plan for your life.
He has a tremendous plan for your life. He will use you mightily. But the key is, church, we have to become available. We have to allow time for God to work in our lives. We can't be distracted always with the things of this world, distracted with um, the many things that will come to distract you in this world. But you need to make time for relationship with God. You need to make time to hear the still and quiet voice of the Holy Spirit speaking to you daily. Hallelujah. And I can tell you, church, if you walk according to the way God called you, the way that he empowered you, the way that he anointed you, the way that the Holy Spirit placed gifts over your life, you will be victorious. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what the devil tries to throw at you. It doesn't matter even um, if he uses people to come against you. It doesn't matter, church. You will walk in victory every day of your life. Hallelujah. I just want to encourage you tonight, church. If someone in here has lost hope, if you felt that God has abandoned you, I can tell you that as Pastor Alex shared earlier, they're only feelings. They're not the truth. The Word of God says that He will never leave you nor forsake you. That is the truth. Not what you, not what you feel. Hallelujah. See, it's the Word of God that is the truth. Hallelujah. And I want to encourage you to get back into the Word and encourage yourselves and stir up that faith within you. Stir up the faith of God. Hallelujah. And it will empower you. It will empower you. You'll wield that sword every time that the devil comes against you. You'll pick up that sword and faith will come and you'll just wield that sword and you'll defeat everything that the enemy throws at you. Hallelujah. Thank you for connecting with us. We would love the chance to stay in contact with you. We want to help you find your next steps in life with vision and purpose through Jesus Christ. If you haven't already, you can jump onto our website at allnationswestend.com to find out more. We look forward to doing this journey together.